Hello, and welcome to Love is on the Air, where everything is censored except the swear words. How you doing, Eric? Great. Anything happening? Rock. I'm rocking and rolling on. You wow. Know? He's got his hand up in the rock and roll symbol right now. It's the metal horn. The metal dude. horn. Um, yeah, everything's fine. As we as we talked about last podcast, going on a trip to New Mexico on Tuesday. Oh my gosh, it's and so soon. I found out today. We're stopping at the Denver International Airport, which I don't know if you guys know, supposedly has a secret underground tunnel system. Ooh. Used by the government for who knows what. Are you serious? Yes. Wow. So I would really like to get down there and ask what's going on. <laughs> I'm sure they'll tell you. Yeah. They'll be like, you look like a smart kid. Let me show you what we got. <laughs> I'll be like, tell me all the secrets of the nation, and then they will. Wow. That's pretty fun. Yep. Um, yeah, as far as, uh, as far as dating, nothing really has happened, but um, our last guest told us about that new app, Hinge. Mm-hmm. And I got on there, and it's much more interactive than really? any of the other ones. Yeah. Do you like it? Yes, I've got like I've got like thirteen conversations going. Wow, that's most I've ever had that's ever. That's amazing. That's really that's fun. more. That's more conversations than I've ever had in my real life. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> that's so cool. I'm excited. I want to look at it. Okay. Cool. Is it the same profile as your other stuff? Pretty well, much. Well, it's like um, you you choose you can. You choose your pictures, obviously. Uh, there's no bio, like it tell, like it says your age. It says um, where you went to school and, and small stuff like that. And you can you can put whether or not you drink. There's actually, there's actually like options for yes or no on drinking marijuana and pills. Wow, which is interesting. So you can be like, I only date people who pop pills if you wanted to. Um, Very interesting. But then also you choose like like conversation starter type interview questions. Like one of mine is, together we could. That's the prompt. I said, watch true crime documentaries and for sure get a puppy. Number two. That is not true. Why? You won't get a puppy with them unless you're married. Um, Or in a committed relationship. I tried this, audience. I tried... To get Eric to get a puppy with me. Yeah, and it would be instantly, it would instantly have divorced parents. I think we talked about this in an episode. And if you get a a girlfriend and get a puppy with her, I will be very offended. Why don't you get a puppy with your boyfriend? I'm not ready for one yet. (laughs) 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 Moving on. Anyway, uh, number two, I flip out over bad drivers. They really get me going, you know? Did you write that? They really get me going? <clears throat> no, I didn't do oh, that. And the third one, I'm convinced that, I'm convinced that, and I put, no one has ever seen an owl in real life. And that's I something have. I've been saying for years, and Why? I stand by it. I've seen one. No, you haven't. Why? Why do you say that? I'm confused. no one's seen one, ever. Why do you say that, though? You're not giving me any reasons. Because, You're just repeating what you think. Because my whole life has grew up, and people are saying that there's these owls out there, and I've never seen one. You do have to be, like, in the woods. I mean, like, in a woodsy area. Dude, I'm from Kentucky. You think I've never been in some woods? Well, yeah, but you're from the capital, you said. 
Oh, you think that they stay away from the Capitol? You think they don't like politics or something? I'm confused. I'm just, anti- you think I don't owls know. are anti-government? Maybe Kentucky doesn't have any owls. You should go up to northern Michigan. We have some. Hey, nobody has any owls because no one's ever seen one. We have a scary owl, supposedly, what? that doesn't who, like the ones on TV. Yeah. It like hisses. It's like, I think it's called a barn owl. I'll have to ask my dad. <laughs> but it seriously is like. Oh, God. It's so scary. <laughs> it's well, terrifying. Aside from how stupid that my answer is, it it gets a lot of attention because instantly people are just like i have and then that's the conversation and then you say no you haven't you're stupid and then (laughs) the conversation's over i say i doubt it it was probably a small dog jumping (laughs) um can i go on record saying that i have a photo of an owl that i've taken why because i saw it (laughs) (laughs) let me see it's on my facebook right now it's a pygmy owl it looks Little. fake. Listen. Wow. But I believe it's real. But if I were Eric, I'd be like, that's fake. Different angles, you know? What yeah, nice, what about the owls in the nice zoo? Zoos have owls? Uh, maybe I made that up. That one did. That was the <laughs> maybe. zoo in Arkansas. Yep. Who knows? Only owls I know are the one, the, the lollipop dude. Yeah. The three licks guy. And the one in Ocarina of Time that tells you where to go. That's really annoying. <laughs> I don't know that one. Yeah, I know, I know. you don't. <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> I got it. Well, that sounds like an exciting life you're leading. Yep. Way how, to go. how are you? What's going on with you? I'm good. I did a silly thing today that I'm excited for everyone to laugh at. Let's hear it. And I hope I'm not building it up too much because it's really not that big of a deal. But I left. So I had my first Spanish lesson today with... One of my friends who is now a Spanish tutor, and it was amazing, and I'm very excited. So I left her house, and I was going to get us all Chick-fil-A, because it's right by Eric's apartment, and I was starving, and so was everyone else. And so I turned off of her street onto Hillsborough, and I turned right, and I went east instead of west, because I got confused because... Because at the other place I go, please, I'm trying to talk. <laughs> the other intersection, like the, or the highway entrance, you turn right and then it splits west and east after that. So like I turned right and was like hugging the left, like waiting for it to go west and it did not. And I went east and it was 445, a.k.a. prime traffic time. So I had to go sit in traffic on 440 East, get off onto 65 North, exit from the first exit, and then immediately turn left to enter again in the opposite direction, then take 440 West. You're telling me the silly thing you did today was you went the wrong way. I went the 100% wrong way, and I would have been here... 15 minutes before, like I would have been on time instead of late This, if I hadn't done this. And it's just like such a bonehead thing. Like, Well, this is no, that's no big deal to me because I do that quite often. You know how bad I am with directions, Well, yes, you? we're the same, yeah. So, I like mean, it I'm, wouldn't have been that big of a deal 
if I didn't do it every single day, like, I mean, if I didn't, like, I'm familiar with everything. Yeah. I've been here for years. And it was in the traffic time, and I had to sit in traffic and waste gas for no reason. <laughs> if I'm going somewhere I've never been before, there's a 100% chance that I'm going to get lost or make a wrong turn. Oh, my God. And, you know, like, sometimes when you're using Waze or something, and it, like, takes a minute to update. Yeah. And you're like, oh, my God, where do I go? Oh, my God. And they're just, like, taking their time calculating calculating and then you just get more <laughs> lost yeah it's a nightmare i did that the other day too like went the wrong way during traffic like i, I think i just missed an exit <laughs> so and after i did that it was just game over that added yep. like 20 minutes to my drive yes anyway at least the story had a happy ending because we still got chick-fil-a yes um in other news, today is my one-year anniversary with Phil. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And we're here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> when we scheduled this, I didn't know that. But it's okay because he's working until 930. Wow. So, yeah. Um, but he has tomorrow off starting like early afternoon. So we're going to watch the Michigan State football game. Then we're going to go to our friend's party. Party. And then we're going to go to dinner somewhere. And I'm really excited. Great. Congrats to you, too. Thanks. Yeah. I mean. I feel like you're being sarcastic. I mean, uh, I've known Jill since 2017. And never have I ever seen her so happy, Phil. I mean, Phil, if you're out there listening, like, <laughs> great job, dude. <laughs> I really can't tell if he's being serious. I mean, the words sound serious. I've known Phil your since. Face. I've known Phil since 2017, <laughs> and you know, just ever since, since the first time I saw him together, I was like, "This is the one." Wow. Mm. I didn't feel that. Way. <laughs> I think most of the baristas at the store didn't feel that way, but we made it. We got over the weird part. I mean, yeah, a year is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yep. So anyway, that's that's that. Yeah. Let's talk about our guest now. Let's do it. Okay. Our guest is 22 and an artist, a young artist. <laughs> young artist. <laughs> Who is participating in Inktober, which is super cool. What's that? Thank you. It is a... In October, in uh, the month of October, yeah, um, it's you. Okay, let me start over. <laughs> <clears throat> so this uh, illustrator back in 2004 started a challenge in the month of October to do an ink drawing every single day, and he came out with a list of prompts for every day, and he's done it ever since then. So now it just comes out every year with a new list of prompts, and you make a drawing with ink. Yeah. And you post it online. That's cool. And that's what I'm doing. Here's a question I have, because my cousin is also participating. But knowing your prompts and looking at her pictures, I'm confused. So a lot of people do participate in it, but don't use the prompts oh. published by the guy who started it. Okay. And there are like different, you know, parts of the internet who put out different lists. So like I have a friend who 
this is going to sound weird, but they're really into like gore. So their prompts are related to that. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Got it. I like that. So we ask every guest to create a sensor noise that we can use (laughs) in case we say someone's name. Please make your noise now. Redacted. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent choice. Thank you. I love that. Um, I'm going to go ahead with the icebreaker question. Hopefully I remember it. Okay, okay. If you had your own talk show, if you were the host of it, who would be your first guest and why? I think that's difficult because there are so many people like famous people that I like want to meet and talk to. Yes. And even worse. So some of them are dead. now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, can they be dead? Can sure. I pick someone dead? Yeah. This is your fantasy world. Great. <laughs> I mean, I have a talk show, so go yeah. all out. <laughs> um, I'd probably pick an artist. Uh, one of my favorite artists is Vincent Van Gogh. So there might be a language barrier, but... <laughs> we'll get an interpreter for you. Yeah, thank you. I would probably interview him. He'd have trouble understanding you and hearing you. LOL. Because of his... Yes. Yeah. That was one of our trivia questions once was, Vincent Van Gogh didn't sell a single painting. And it was a true or false. And I think it's false. He sold one, right? Um, I don't think he sold any when he was alive Hmm. that could be false but i don't think he did we'll research it fact check eric's on it our fact checker (laughs) yeah okay he's our fact checker (laughs) that should be part of what i do for this show should be we'll just call you monica padman yeah for those of you who don't know who that is shout out monica dax shepherd's podcast which is phenomenal is with Monica Padman, and she fact-checks everything at the end, and it's awesome. Shout-out Stephen from My Favorite Murder. He's their producer. I only know who Dax Shepard is because he's married to Kristen Bell, and I love Kristen Bell. Yeah, well, she's on his podcast two times, so you I'll should just, at least listen to that episode. Yeah, just, just that one. Um, what is your current relationship status? I am currently in a relationship and, as we call it, cohabitating. Mm. So we live together. Um, oddly enough, we've lived together almost since the beginning. Wow. Yeah. And we've been together for almost three years. Nice. That's yeah. a long time. It's. So go ahead and give us a brief, or well, it doesn't have to be brief, but you can give us a history of your past relationships that have impacted you in some way take the floor so i don't have the best track record for relationships in that uh the three previous relationships that i've had before the one i'm currently in have all been abusive in some way um the first one starting just before i entered high school that one lasted for about a year. Was that like your first relationship? Like real relationship? Yeah, my first real relationship. What so, a way to start it out. I know. Gosh, that's terrible. <laughs> well, it wasn't at first. Um, it was an interesting situation uh, because um, they were a girl 
they were, were is that correct grammar? I think. That person was a girl. <laughs> and I grew up in the South, more Southern than we are now. Uh, in so, Florida, right? yeah, in Northern Florida, which is a lot more Southern than Southern Florida, if you've ever been to Florida. That makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. Um, so, you know, not well received. Not the most accepting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, it was secret for a long time. Uh, if her parents had ever found out, it would have been like, you know, we could never see each other again kind of situation. And then we went to different high schools. So it was like... It was like a really quickly deteriorating situation uh, that ended up being pretty emotionally abusive on yeah. like her end. Not that I'm like faultless in any way, because everyone makes mistakes. But yeah. uh, like um, towards the end, I was like, you know, I don't see where this is going and then she would be like well if you leave me i'm gonna kill myself oh, oh. so all and in the beginning of that do you think maybe part of the uh the attraction of being in that relationship was that you had to keep it secret um not really because it was only secret to our parents okay. oh it wasn't okay. secret to anyone else so like at school it wasn't a secret everyone at school knew but everyone just at school knew, which was it. also another problem because yeah. <laughs> you know children are mean you can't keep a secret yeah. from from just four people and then the whole world knows other than them right i mean but it kind of was like that yeah. but i think well i think my parents knew but I, her parents any they probably didn't even they probably like blocked any signs of it out yes absolutely yeah they were like very very conservative christian and did they just think you were best friends yeah they yeah. just thought we were best friends yeah which is like normal yeah kids have best friends all the time mm-hmm. right so um and i mean there were warning signs like she broke up with me a couple months into the relationship because she was like if my parents find out they're gonna like kill me not literally but you know she seems a little dramatic she's was well, very dramatic mm-hmm. but uh and then you know that should have been the sign of like oh man you know don't don't go back to that right yeah. i did yeah. so <laughs> guys i did i did <laughs> spoiler alert but you know at a very young age in a situation where someone's like someone that you love is like hey uh don't leave me because you know you're going to affect me in this huge huge way that's gonna be your fault you know that's very mentally damaging i think yeah for anyone even like if you're in a relationship as an adult and someone says that right it's like not a good thing Mm -hmm. but anyway and as a kid like you don't know what to do with that. Right. Yeah. And like, your, I mean, your brain isn't even done. Probably if that yeah. happened as an adult, you would con like, maybe you would contact their parents or their, their other friends or yeah. just the police or someone to go <laughs> yeah, health maybe. check yeah, them. Absolutely. Just try to alert well, someone somehow. But, yeah. but as a child, and especially if you were trying to keep it secret, there's, yeah, there's not really sure. anything you could do. Besides hold the weight all on your own. Yeah. And like I did for, I guess since now, <laughs> um, and I'm I'm very certain that my mother knew what was going on. Not the whole uh, abuse part of it, but that you know we were actively in a relationship secretly, so not so secretly. Um, but 
I'm pretty sure on my dad's end, because at this point my parents were divorced. Uh, he was also pretty conservative, probably just trying to ignore it as well. Mm. But after that one ended, I was single for a good two or three years. And then I got into another relationship, this time with a boy. Um, and that one only lasted a couple months. And it was fine at first. At first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, on a more serious note, this one ended because of a physical assault oh. instead of emotionally. Uh, I also didn't tell anyone about that oh, until no. now. Oh. All the secrets are out. <laughs> but um, yeah, that one was really short and ended really abruptly. And then from like this point on, I was like serially in a relationship. So it went from like back to back to back. So this was like maybe, I entered high school younger than most people. So at this point I was like 16 as a junior. Mm. Okay. Um, and then that relationship lasted for a couple of months. And then I got into another one. That relationship lasted for almost three years. And I was engaged to that person by the end of it. Oh, wow. Yeah. That one was a little more serious, obviously. <laughs> so with that one, um, it was almost self-sabotaging in that we started in high school really young. And it's that like high school sweetheart scenario, yeah. mm-hmm. which I don't know if it's worked for anyone, but I don't think it works. <laughs> so you got, you were dating this person while you were in high school. Yes. And you got engaged during high school or no, after? After high school when we, we went to the same college. So he was, sorry, this last person was also a boy. Yeah. He was a year older than me or a grade above me. Uh-huh. And he graduated before I did, obviously. So he went to the community college in our town. And then when I graduated, I went to the same college. Um. So we hit a year in high school and then two years in college. And then I dropped out because it was hard. (laughs) (laughs) Word. (laughs) But uh, we actually got engaged on my birthday when I turned, I think when I turned 19. 19. Wow. Yeah. Really young. Little youngins. Yeah. Um, and then we were engaged for almost a year. Um, that one, you wouldn't, on paper, seemed totally fine. Mm-hmm. Absolutely normal. Nothing wrong. Not on paper. There was a lot of, like, mental and emotional abuse in the form of, like, I don't know if you've heard terms like gaslighting. Um, mm, no. Please explain. So gaslighting is a term used to explain when, when, say, like, he did something that made me feel bad. I would tell him, and he'd be like, well, that's actually your fault, and I'm the victim because of this, this, and this. Okay. Hmm. And that would happen with, like, everything. Oh, okay. So anytime I would feel like, I guess, like, some, he did something wrong or hurt my feelings, and I would tell him, it would just be a back and forth of, well, it's actually your fault 
that I did that, and you should feel bad. Yeah. So every situation would end up with me apologizing, and nothing would get resolved. Um, for almost three years. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, you know, having that kind of relationship history is a struggle to go into this new relationship where I'm like extremely happy it's very healthy nothing's wrong like you know it's like i don't want to say perfect because i don't think any relationship is perfect right but uh yeah so it's it's really it's shaped how i view relationships and how i view even uh like friendship relationships can be that way so it's changed a lot how i interact with people just normally yeah let alone in a relationship and then at the end of that one, it kind of like exploded into a fire of us yelling at each other in the street outside his house. <laughs> and I was like, I can't do this anymore. You know, um, he was really overbearing. I couldn't have any friends. So I was like, I'm done. I'm not going to do this anymore. And I left and it was over. Did you kind of, so when that happened and he, you guys finally broke up, did you feel like you could go to anybody or did you feel totally alienated from all of your friends from the past because of how he kind of controlled what you were doing? So, um, I guess to backtrack a little bit, uh, the person I'm with now, I met him when I was working at Pizza Hut. He was one of my regular customers and uh, I am just going to interject and say, <laughs> I am not surprised since he wants to go to trivia for the pizza. Yeah. <laughs> he seems like a pizza fiend. Yeah, he left. That's like his favorite food, okay, which is continue. my favorite food also. So it works out. Um, and one day he offered me a job at the business that he was managing. Um, and it was a way better opportunity. So I took it. And then I started working for him. And I you know, spent a lot of time there and I really liked the job and he was really nice. So we talked a lot and spent a lot of time there working late and doing things. So he was like, oddly enough, that person I went to right after. Okay. I I was like, cause I was that night I was going to his house anyway, just to hang out. Cause we were like genuine friends. Mm -hmm. Um, and the person I was engaged to, I keep wanting to say names. <laughs> it's okay if you say it. The person I was engaged to uh, called me and was like, I need to talk to you like right now. Bad sign. Yeah. <laughs> so I went there. Everything exploded, ended. And was I... it like about you? I'm sorry to interrupt you. No. Was good. it about you going to hang out with him? Not specifically. Okay. Obviously, that was a problem, mm-hmm. but it was specifically because... It, it wasn't like it just happened instantly where I was like, you know, we're done. We were like yeah. having issues and conversations of like things that are going wrong. And then I was like, you know, I'm just going to hang out with someone else to have some time with a friend. Uh, that was one of the issues was that he was like almost accusative that I was like cheating on him. Yeah. I wasn't. That's not what happened. Nothing happened till after. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so. But it was a a long lead up. Yeah. To to what happened. Like, within the last 
few months of the relationship it was kind of leading up like I was um like I was struggling with my identity in different ways struggling with how I felt about the relationship Mm -hmm. and he I guess just like couldn't take it he didn't know how it would affect our relationship so it kind of I guess helped it end you know yeah yeah Yeah. and then probably not even a day later I was back in another relationship (laughs) with the person I'm with now which isn't a bad thing I don't think it's a bad thing to be in relationships back to back if that's what makes you happy you know a lot of people are happier with someone yeah I'm one of those people so your your boyfriend now do you think while you all were just friends do you think the whole time he was kind of hoping that it would eventually be something more and, and Low key just waiting, in love with you. waiting on he, you to be single he was okay he told me after, Knew it. after the fact that he was um uh a funny story that i like to remember um uh in so it was a leap year the year Ooh. that we broke up and the year that we my current boyfriend and i got together so just randomly the day before leap day he was like you know what i think on leap day you should be able to kiss whoever you want (laughs) (laughs) smooth move right the smoothest um funnily enough the day after leap day i think is when i broke up with my fiance so Lost the chance. Should have kissed him. Yeah. You know? <laughs> now you have to wait four more years before you guys can even kiss. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, I don't think I would like necessarily change how those relationships happened because, mm-hmm. you know, I like who I am right now and I like the perspective I have. Yeah. But I would not wish that on anyone else. Right. Yeah. Because there's something to be said for knowing the things that you will not accept. Yeah. But like, I mean, couldn't there be an easier way for us to find these things out instead of like wanting to die on the inside? Exactly. That'd be great. It would be. And like, uh, I definitely like to pass that perspective on to people. If they ask, I obviously don't just go around being like, your relationship is trash. Yeah. (laughs) Here's what you need to do with your life. Yeah. But if someone like asks me, um, what I think, I'm not going to lie to them. Cause you know, especially if it's a friend and that has happened. I've had a friend of mine come to me in his relationship with his boyfriend. And he was like, Hey, uh, I don't know what I should do because I want these behaviors and he's not giving them to me. What should I do? Yeah. So. Well, and like for me, when I was in my relationship, it was like so many people tried to like connect with me and help me and be like, this isn't normal. Mm-hmm. In but your, I was in like, your bad relationship. In my bad one, not the one now. But <laughs> <laughs> I like plugged my ears to it. I was yeah. like, okay, cool. <clears throat> Bye. Yeah. And so, I mean... Let's, me and Jill You're have just talked not about ready. that before. It's it's just kind of a situation where you know a lot of the stuff you're dealing with is bad, but you don't have confidence that you could find the good parts yeah. exactly. ever again. Yeah. So you look past it. That was definitely a huge thing in that relationship. The last one, I think the last one was probably the worst out of all of them. Mm-hmm. 
um, because it was so long. Yeah. But, you know, in it, I was like, these things are bad, but after it's always good. You know, like there would always be something to make up for it in some way that just made everything else. Because, you know, in the moment, your brain is like, oh, this is good. That's what I want to think about all the time. Right. So, yeah. It's a hard thing. Um, It's a hard thing. It was hard not just for me because afterwards my mom talked to me about it and she was like, like, you know, I, I kind of knew what was going on, but I didn't want to control your life. Yeah. So I kind of wish she had a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, afterwards my mom was really helpful in being like, yeah, you know, it's okay. You'll get through it. Yeah. Everything's fine now. But That's good. Yeah. My mom was a big one for me, too. Mm-hmm. She was so helpful. We love moms on this yeah, podcast. Moms are great. Yeah. Do you want to <laughs> shout out your mom? Uh, I don't think she listens. Aww. But hey, mom. Oh, Hi, Denise. My mom listens. <laughs> Hi, Denise. <laughs> I guess I could send this to my mom, but I you could. she's going to be real sad. <laughs> Just warn her first. I have to warn my mom every episode. <laughs> like, Something uh, new's coming out. <laughs> Denise helps us edit our podcast. She helps. Oh, that's she nice. helps listen through and make sure we don't accidentally have any names. Yep. She messed up last time. Yeah, but, she's ninety five percent perfect. But Fired <laughs> last time, man. Strike one, Denise. I haven't even told her yet. She's gonna be devastated. Oh, no. Well, if I do send this to my mom, shout out to Wendy. What up? Love Wendy. you. See you at Christmas. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> um. So. Did you give back the engagement ring? I did. I gave it back that night. Uh, he didn't want it back. He wanted me to keep it, I mm-hmm. guess, as some hope that we would get back together. Oh, that's another Probably. thing. After we were done, I was like, he like wanted to keep talking to me like normal. And I was like, I need time. You need to stop talking to me. So I yeah. was like, don't talk to me for a month and maybe we can talk again. Yeah. And also he you did were not, like, <laughs> he did not listen. First of all, also a day later you were like, Oh, I actually have a boyfriend now. <laughs> I'm with someone else. So if just I had it. told him that that would have been such a horrible scene. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my God. Especially cause he knew where I worked. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, obviously he knew where I worked, but yeah, I gave back the engagement ring, which I kind of wish I hadn't. Because it didn't look like an engagement ring. It was really cool looking, and I designed it myself, oh. and I wish I had kept it. <laughs> so you I'm designed it yourself? Yeah. Wow. Like, not like I made it, but I, yeah. like, picked the options online, and, like, it was, it was a steampunk-themed band, so it had, like, little gears all over it. And I got, instead of, like, white diamonds, I got orange sapphires and mm-hmm. a black diamond. Ooh. Yeah, it was really cool. Wow, that's cool. So you got engaged at 19? Mm-hmm. Um, so did you have a lot of friends that had similar situations, or were you the one, the one person in your group that was potentially going to be married very young? I was, like, yeah, the only one in You're our group. Most one. of our friends were single guys. Okay. <laughs> uh, I did not have a lot of i guess there's not a lot of friends at all but um most of the people we hung out with were his friends mm-hmm. go figure mm-hmm. um and they were all pretty pretty tragically single so <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it was it was a unique situation with us being very young and engaged and planning on like moving in together and getting married and spending the rest of our lives together 
So when you when you guys broke up and you were in your new relationship, obviously since well, I won't say obviously, I guess I could be wrong. But your new relationship, the one that you have now is healthy and you can express your feelings and all that. Yeah. So at the beginning, was it like hard for you? Did you have to like relearn how to do that? Or Yeah. So, uh absolutely. Um basically like expressing my emotions, I learned that I should just like not so uh, it was a learning curve of being like, oh, this person actually cares about how I'm feeling and wants to know what they're doing wrong, if they are doing anything wrong, and, you know, they want to take care of me, which was, like, so new. Um, and I still struggle with it now. Like, I'll just come home in a bad mood, and he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. And then I'll just be in a bad mood for the rest of the night. <laughs> we won't talk or anything. <laughs> That's, like, you know... Like, I don't want to do that, (laughs) but it happens, and uh, he understands, and we have some of the same histories as far, not as far as, like, relationships specifically, but, um, like, different traumas, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, we're, we're very similar in personality, so we connect very well, even when we don't, you know, talk it out. Right. Yeah. Well, that's good. Did you have any idea that you had those types of feelings for him before before that kind of transition into being single? Um, a little once once we started working together. So yeah. I've known him for a really long time because I worked for Pizza Hut for like two, almost three years, and he was a customer from the beginning. So I've known him for a really long time. But I didn't, you know like see him that way he right. apparently saw me that way i'm sure even at pizza hut he did even at pizza hut yeah uh which i think is really funny <laughs> <laughs> he was like hey come work for me <laughs> yeah <laughs> basically uh um and like looking back like it's really obvious because i'm also kind of an oblivious person when it comes to stuff like that because in you know in my mind i have a lot of insecurities so i'm like no no one thinks of me that way yeah uh, so looking back though, it's like really obvious and really funny. Like one year around Christmas, um, his mom makes these, you've seen maybe my hat with the cat ears on it. Mm-hmm. His mom makes those and he has one that's black and red. And I saw it and I was like, that hat is so cute. I want one. He's like, what color do you like? Aww. And he brought me one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like two weeks later. That's so sweet. Mom. You gotta make this hat. I, you just gotta do it, please. <laughs> yeah. Aww. And you just said, "Wow, thanks. Sorry, I'm gonna go hang out with my boyfriend." <laughs> I mean, I was really grateful, but I just thought, you know, like right. he was just like a nice. Because you know, we have. Because uh, you don't want to to say that we work at yeah. the same place, so yeah. like we have customers who are really nice who bring us gifts and yeah. stuff. So I was True. just like, oh. It's like that. And yeah. there's pro- there's lots of situations where you can get burned the opposite way. Yeah. Where yeah. If you just assume and you think, oh, that person like did this one small thing. They're definitely into me. And, yeah. And you just don't want to be wrong. So mm-hmm. you kind of just go the opposite way and, and act as if that's definitely not a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I should have known, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I did it. And then, 
Uh, we started working together, and I worked there for, I don't know, maybe a month or two, mm-hmm. I think. I don't remember Did you keep working there. together once you started being in a relationship? Yeah, so that's a big part of our early relationship is that we, we worked together, and he was my superior. So another secret another relationship. Another secret time. <laughs> another secret <laughs> relationship. Sense a pattern. Um <laughs> So we had to keep that secret from my coworkers and his boss, you know. Yikes. Right. That's really, really, really not allowed yeah. Yeah. in any company, mostly. Yeah. Um, so it was hard in the beginning because, like, you know, we wanted to go out on dates and spend time together. But it was hard because I lived in a pretty small town. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm from Florida. so. But you all were friends beforehand, so hopefully if people did see you out, they would they would have already seen you just as friends, right? Yeah, but the kind of people we worked with were assholes. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they immediately would have been like, you know, like what's going on? Yeah, yeah. And I'm one of them was definitely like a whistleblower. He would have contacted oh. our manager and been like, "Hey, this is happening." Yeah, yeah. So it was secret until we moved here, actually, because um, he moved here with that job, and I came with him, and I had to quit, which sucks because that job made me a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was secret until we moved, and once I like once he got transferred up here, I was still down there for like two months, getting everything ready, and I was uh, the proxy manager for the store while he was gone. So it was pretty obvious when he left and I like put in my two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) On a completely unrelated note, I'm going to be leaving. (laughs) Yeah. So um, it would have been less obvious if like other people had quit because then it would have just been like, oh, we like him as a manager, but he's not here now. So we're going to quit. Right. It was just me. (laughs) So you think they knew? Yeah. Once once I put in my two weeks, everyone definitely knew. They didn't say anything. But they for sure knew. Yeah. And then, like, once we made it Facebook official, people were like, oh, I knew the whole time. <laughs> sure These are so cute together. Wow. <laughs> so did you hide this one from your parents, too, or just from oh, like, no. my, people? My mom knew instantly. Okay. I, I, would, I tried to play it cool for a little while. <laughs> um, but she knew really fast because my mom's pretty smart. Um. I'm also really similar to my mom, so like, she can read you. She, kind of well. Yeah, she's she's gonna know when things are up. Um, but I didn't introduce him to my dad right away because the way his views are and his wife's views are, it would have been like, oh well, you were just in a relationship and now you're in another one. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, my parents knew pretty quick, but not right away. His mom knew right away. <laughs> oh, yeah. His mom knew before you knew. Yeah, his mom knew before I knew. Apparently, he she already talked. made the the cat hat. Yeah. yeah. Seal sealed the deal with the cat hat. <laughs> yep. So, did you wear the hat when you first met her? I don't remember. <laughs> that would have been so cute. I know. I. <laughs> so the first time I met her in person was like Christmas a couple of years ago. I know I took it. I don't know if I was wearing it when we. When we went up there. You were prepared, at least. I was prepared. Um, but yeah. Just in case she was like, 
Redacted. Do you have that? You still have that hat I made you? Yeah. Oh, this one? <laughs> How do I look? Yeah. Or I just like pull off. I was, I'm like wearing a wig and I just pull off. Oh, this one? Pull my hair off. It's the hat underneath. The hat underneath. <laughs> wow. The lengths that we'd go to to impress a significant other's mom. I know. Um, I mean, she already liked me. So I've never. I guess besides the first relationship that was really secret to everyone, but I've never been in a, in a relationship where someone's parents didn't like me. Same. Um, yeah. Every every time the parents have really liked me. I mean... I'm just delightful, so... Careful. <laughs> We're awesome, so... Yeah, obviously. I thought you guys would like to know, although lore has it that post-impressionist painter Vincent Van Gogh sold only one painting during his lifetime different theories exist oh so that's not a hundred percent on that okay anything else you want to say about that about those relationships no before we move on no okay um so i would like to ask about you are non-binary i am yes and i use the right wording right (laughs) yeah well that's a correct term okay well so there are lots of terms that kind of mean the same thing, but different people are comfortable with. Okay. So non-binary is one that I am comfortable with. Um, I think when we were talking about this the other day, you used the word gender fluid. Oh, okay. Which is also a term that I kind of associate with myself. But, you know, it's different for everyone. Yeah. But, I that, think- but that wouldn't be the case for everyone. Yeah. So someone That's, who... Yeah feels like they are gender fluid might not necessarily say that they are non-binary right because they could feel that they like like to go between the binary of genders they might feel like a boy one day and a girl the other but Mm -hmm. someone who's non-binary specifically just doesn't associate with either in a very concrete way yeah yeah so is there one term that you could use that almost everybody is okay with or is it just kind of like you have to ask them um i mean i guess to be safe just ask that's always the safest also heard uh, i think i've heard gender neutral yeah gender neutral gender fluid and non-binary kind of live together okay um they're all well i'm gonna say this with the caveat that also it's not the same for everyone but they all kind of live under the umbrella term of transgender okay um which is broadly defined as uh, not identifying with the gender binary. So just you don't feel like you're, you know, a girl because you were assigned that at birth. You don't feel like you're a boy because you were assigned that at birth. Okay. Um, so was this when you were saying you were having a lot of struggles with your identity in your bad relationship? Was that kind of what you were dealing with? Yeah. So... Um, I've had different struggles with my identity, like back um, with the first one that at the time I felt like, you know, I was a girl. So dating another girl, that was like a taboo thing. And I struggled with that for a while because I was like, well, everyone says this is wrong. Yeah. Um, So like, I can't do that. But that's how I felt. So, you know, it was a struggle in that sense because of where I lived and then later on it was like with the bad relationship um I didn't know exactly how to define the relationship because you know he didn't identify as heterosexual 
neither did I, but I also didn't identify as a female. So it's like, where do I fit into all of this? And um, so it was a struggle to like, I guess it was a struggle to be myself because I didn't really know what that meant yet. Right. Um, But since then, I've come a long way learning different terminology and meeting different people that feel the same way. There's a, you know, obviously a big community online. Yeah. So. And just becoming more comfortable with yourself. Yeah. And even though here where we are, do they know where we are? Can we say where we are? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I know we're in yeah, Nashville. Yeah. Uh, so here in Nashville, it is still pretty much in the South. Yeah. We're yeah. below the Mason Dixon line. So mm-hmm. it's still the South. Right. <laughs> um, it's a lot more liberal here than it is where I moved from. Right. So, you were, know, were there other, um, were there other gay relationships in your high school or, or not or non-traditional types of relationships? Not in high school. In college, it was a lot more open. Yeah. Um, especially because I spent a lot of time in the arts department. No, no stereotypes, mm. but they're true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I made some friends who were like-minded. Um, people who didn't necessarily identify with the gender binary and who were kind of playing around with it. Um, I met some people who like, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the term asexual. Um, I think so is so well, when you put a in front of anything, it typically means not. Yeah. So like they don't, they don't view relationships like that. Yeah. So generally it's like, they just don't, have the desire for sexual contact. Okay. They could be interested in a romantic relationship, so they'll want to like have a boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, a partner and, you know, be with them because they love them, but they just don't, you know, mm. feel, you know. Okay. Yeah. Like sexually attracted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, even being in Kentucky like maybe I just wasn't in Maybe, I guess I would say maybe I could have just not been close enough in contact with the gay relationships that I knew were in my school. Yeah. You know, the the relationships that everyone knew about. But I honestly feel like it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. People people knew about it and it didn't seem to me that, that they were treated badly or, um, you know, negatively, but like I said, that could just be me. Have I might have just been too far away from it. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure it's very different on the inside of that. Um, and I mean, Kentucky's in the South, yeah. so you would think that that would be a place where that would be a big problem with everyone. But yeah. did you experience a lot of of hate or anything Teasing, like that? Bullying. Yeah, yeah. In uh, there was a lot of like, like confusion from kids who like didn't know what that meant or kids who didn't know what that meant but knew that their parents taught them it was wrong um so there was it there was not necessarily bullying in the sense of like like people ridiculing me for being in that relationship but just like people being like well why are you like that like what makes you like that how you know how do you feel that way well because it's like it's also, I feel like, so much harder to, like, when you're a high school student or just young, things that aren't concrete are kind of tough. Yeah. To just, like, 
you can't wrap your mind around it. Yeah. So for to them, it was probably like, well, what is A, B, and C mm-hmm. that equal what you feel? But yeah. there isn't really, it's not an equation. Like it's yeah. not concrete. Uh, so when I was like in high school and stuff, it was a lot of that. But once I got into college, there was a lot more knowledge, I guess. Mm-hmm. So with different gender identities and, and sexualities, a lot more people like knew what it meant. They may not necessarily have agreed with it, but you know, people weren't as confused from then. It just came from like, Oh, well, I, I don't like you because you're like that because that's what my belief system tells me. Yeah. Um, do you think, so when you were in a relationship with another girl and then you ended it Mm -hmm. and then you were with a boy that was still in high school. Yes. So do you think that probably like played into their confusion because you went from being with a girl to a boy? Do you think that's another reason why? Or did they not really blink an eye? I think because, well, from middle school to high school, I was in the same like district i guess that's what they're called so i still went to high school with a lot of the same people um so there was so much time between the relationship with a girl and the relationship with a boy that i think most people just was like i was like off their radar okay especially going into high school people are so not worried about (laughs) your relationship true um so I think there was less confusion for other people than there was for me, who was like, well, I thought I liked girls, but now I also like boys, so what does that mean? Yeah. So it was uh, an interesting time in my life. So, <laughs> it was, so it's actually, it actually created kind of a, a struggle within yourself where you, you were confused on why you were feeling that way or it just yeah. kind of hit you out of nowhere like that? Yeah, basically, because like... I mean, I, when I was younger, I was like, oh, well, boys like girls and girls like boys and that's it. And then yeah. I was like, oh, well, that's not the truth. But when it happens the other way, it's not all right. And then, well, oh, no, I feel that way. So then it must be okay. Mm-hmm. And then it's, well, now I feel both ways. So what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, with no, like, not a lot of information to go off. Because they don't, you know, they don't teach you that stuff yeah. in school. Right. I think they should. Um, it's like even at young age, kids know a lot more about that stuff than you think they do. Yeah. A lot of kids know, like, if they're gay or something at a young age. Right. Even if, yeah. Even if they don't know what it means, they know how they feel. So I think if we had, you know, if we taught kids what those things were at a younger age, it would, it would get rid of a lot of that confused feeling and a lot of the struggle that comes with growing up in that way. Yeah. And it would get rid of the, um, there's a word I'm trying to think of, (laughs) but all I can think of is stigmatism, which is something in your eye. (laughs) Is Stig- it stigma? stigma? Okay, stigma. so just stigma. <laughs> yes. Get rid of the stigmatism. Get rid of the stigma <laughs> that goes along with that. I mean, when you're educated, it's just like with mental health. Yeah. When you're educated about something. And that, speaking of mental health, was another thing on top of all of that that I struggled with growing up. Um, 
due to different reasons that we can talk about if you want to, but we don't have to. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if if people learned more and accepted more widely, you know, you're right. It would get rid of a lot of that stigma, and I think, you know, people would grow up a lot happier. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so, for sure. Yeah. So at the at the end of this bad one and the beginning of the the new well i won't say new the good one mm-hmm. the current one did you know that you were that you wanted to be referred to as a they them or did you like and how did he react to that like so tell us about that i i knew that i like i knew for a long time before i had even like told anyone that I sort of felt like being referred to as a girl was not correct for me. Um, coming into this relationship that I'm in now, I had talked about it when we were just friends and, you know, didn't get any kind of reaction that was negative. So going into the relationship, it wasn't like only referred to me like this because I was still trying to figure it out for myself what felt right and what didn't. Um, I didn't I didn't really start getting so particular on how I wanted to be referred to until excuse me, until like maybe maybe like the beginning of this year. Okay. When I was like I I really want people to know and to, you know, try to be as respectful as I can. And, you know, I'm understanding that it's new for a lot of people. And that it's not an easy uh, transition to, you know, call someone something that you wouldn't necessarily think about. Because we're in such a visual society where you see someone who, like, has long hair or, you know, has a certain body shape. And you're like, oh, well, that's, that's what they are. That's what I associate that with. So um, he didn't, like, have any aversion to it. He knew sort of ahead of time. We didn't really talk about it a lot until we moved up here. And then I was like, you know, I, I really feel this way. And and is that okay? And he was like, yeah, yeah you know, I, I don't care about that. Yeah. Which was really nice. That's very yeah. kind. Yeah, it, <laughs> it really is. Um, and then, like, as it kept developing with me, I kept checking in and being like, hey, you know, this is really, really how I feel. And, you know, I want to live this way. And can you help me with that? Can you be respectful of that? And, you know, he's been supportive and he does slip up sometimes, obviously. Um, And then when we're in situations with people who may not be receptive of that information, we don't, you know, bring it up or anything. Because even though I want to live my most authentic life Mm -hmm. which is a huge cliche in case you didn't know (laughs) uh i definitely want to be as safe as possible because there are still people out there who react really negatively and violently and will just tear you down if they have any any kind of chance yeah yeah (laughs) um and honestly like since we work together, I, I, and we're friends, we're friends now. And, um, once I found out that 
Because you told our boss, and so our boss told uh, the group of shifts who work together, not doing a great job of keeping you <laughs> secret at this point. I mean, um, it's okay. <laughs> um, at first, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's going to be really difficult mm-hmm. because you're just in a – I've never not called a girl a she or a lady or whatever. But seriously, it wasn't that hard mm-hmm. because once you just start doing it – because so once it's in your head, you're aware of it. Mm-hmm. And then you just start – instead of saying she or he, you say they or them – or your name. Mm-hmm. And like it just became so, it became so easy in that I was saying it in conversations like outside of context. And it was so not even a big deal. Yeah. So uh, to anyone who's, you know, worried about that, it once you just start doing it, it's so not hard. Yeah. It, I mean, and it even for myself was like, was like a, a correcting, continuous correcting of myself, referring to myself that way or friends that I have who identify the same way. Yeah. Um, and even I slip up with friends uh, and it's like, oh man. Yeah. And like in that situation, the best thing to do isn't to be like, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. I got it wrong. I'm so sorry. It's just to be like, <laughs> just correct yourself. Like be like, Oh, well, she, I mean, they, yeah. and then continued. Yeah. I've also never seen you, like, you freak out yeah. on yeah. anyone. That's not going to happen. I mean, yeah. I mean, we have a ton of of customers or, or just people that are in the store that, that might not even know. Yeah. Yeah. And if they just say, if they say something, you're not going to be like, that's wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> no, I mean. Obviously, that is not the right <laughs> setting to try to teach someone something. Right, right. Um, especially, <laughs> not to stereotype further, but especially because of where we work in the city. Like, yeah. Yeah. you can't correct them about anything, <laughs> let alone something that they probably don't agree with. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, we do have customers who know, though, that are regular customers who come in, and they're very nice. Right. The ones from uh, the popular bath goods store uh, that's yes. in our mall. What an angel. <sighs> I know. <It's> a beautiful <laughs> store. But, uh, and I mean, like, I'm always open to talking to people about it if they have questions or if someone doesn't understand something. Yeah. I'm not the kind of person who's going to be like, well, how dare you ask me that? Or how dare you yeah. get it wrong? Or something like that. Like, I don't feel like I've ever been that kind of person. Yeah. Uh, you know. I'm I'm usually pretty chill. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's a good word to describe you. Chill. Do you feel like the climate in America is is getting better about this or are you kind of scared for it right now? Um both. Okay. Awareness has, you know, gotten a lot we're a lot more visible now. Mm-hmm. People in in the trans community and and people of different sexual identities you know, a lot more people know what things mean. Yeah. But at the same time with our current government situation, <laughs> uh, it is a scary, There, there's a lot of scary prospects going into that because, you know, these people are the kind of people who don't want to let us exist. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um, 
Sorry if you agree with our current <laughs> government, but you probably shouldn't be listening anyway. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah. do you do you think that we're like less subjected to the scary parts because we're in such a like Tennessee's so conservative? Conservative. Nashville is a very progressive. Yeah, I. Is that I'm just gonna stop? <laughs> yeah, but Nashville is so progressive, and yeah. do you think that we're like if we were maybe more west or more east in the state that it would be more scary yes like if we lived over in memphis i would be like completely closeted it would be like such a bad place to be out like uh, my grandfather lives over over there and uh i don't know how much he knows of like my situation i don't know if he like talks to my mom about it because mm-hmm. you know i on my social medias and everything i'm not like I am, I'm pretty open about it. I don't hide anything like that. So anyone who doesn't know at this point either doesn't know who I am or doesn't pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, you know, people over there, if I were out and about and was like, oh, well, don't, don't call me ma'am, don't call me she, that's not what I am, they'd be like, yes, you are, because, you know, you're, you look this way and you're wrong and, and all that. <laughs> it would be a bad time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> What are you talking about? Your voice is high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just keep it that way so I can sing nice. <laughs> well, yeah. But yeah. yeah. Hopefully, hopefully things, I mean. Move in the right direction. Yeah. Just from the yeah. outside perspective, I, I can see what you're saying. It seems yeah. like awareness is up. Acceptance mm-hmm. in certain areas is up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I can definitely see how you'd be looking at the horizon, just kind of worried about what could happen or, yeah. you know, yeah, just what other areas that you're not familiar with are, you know, what they think about you. Mm-hmm. Which are is you, scary. Are you um, somebody who's really concerned with what people think about you or are you kind of put that on the back burner? I mean, if I care about the person, I care what they think about me. Yeah. That makes sense. In the sense that, you know, I want them to think that I'm a good person. I want them to like being around me. But in the general sense of do I care what people think, not really. Um, And I think that's probably the safest way to live for anyone. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. And it's like a hard place to get to. Yeah, it is. Um, It definitely is. And I did for a long time, especially in the beginning of trying to figure out everything, care. Like, oh, well, if I don't use the right terms to describe how I feel, then people are going to think I'm faking it. Or, uh, you know, then people are, you know, it's just so many different things, even from people in my community. Yeah, if I, that's interesting. Is is there ever any, I don't, what would you call it? Maybe like tribalism? Like people in that group kind of wanting to be exclusive and, and not let you in? Yeah, for sure. Um, especially like online, people are so, people are such gatekeepers. Yeah. Like, um, using, like I, as a broad term would describe myself as someone who is transgender, but someone who's say like a male to female transgender person would maybe not have, would maybe have a problem with that. Right. Saying that I'm like, just trying to use the term to like, I don't know, like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I know what you mean. Use it in the incorrect. 
yeah, way like, to him or something. Yeah, to just to be a part of it. Yeah, basically. like yeah, like I'm just trying to 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 fit in because it's trendy or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's just how I like. That's the term that I feel. You know, I feel like that fits me if if I want to use a broader definition. Um, and then with like like I was saying with non-binary to gender fluid to gender neutral, there are different people who want to be in each category and not necessarily the others. So like, if you are like cool with all of them, they're like, Oh, well no, you have to pick one. Yeah. Hmm. So even like in, even within the community of people who you would think would be so open and accepting, there's still people who are like, not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, looking into the future, do you see yourself getting married or um, what, what do you see in your future in this relationship? I and and my partner now as well, we are neither of us are really interested in getting married. Um just like like I know I was engaged before, but mm-hmm. in that situation I was like, Well, this is as good as it gets, yeah. so I may as well hold yeah. on to it. Yeah. But uh you know it I don't particularly see a benefit to making that change. You know, everything we have going right now, it works so well. We don't, you know, we don't share finances, but we, you know, pay our bills together. Right. We live together, you know, we're planning on moving into a house soon. We're planning on eventually buying a house. Nice. You know, I don't feel like anything has to change for that, you know? Yeah. Right. It just doesn't feel like a step that we need to take. And we both pretty much agree on that. Okay. Do you want to have kids one day? I don't. I've actually never wanted to have kids. Really? Yeah. You know what's interesting? To whoever, whenever I talk to someone who doesn't want to have kids, they like have felt that way for as long as like a brain can think about kids. Yeah. I thought that was so interesting. It's it's really strange to me because so many, you know, adults that are adultier than we are as adults <laughs> are like, oh, well, you're 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 going to change your mind. Your body clock's going to tell you you need kids and you're going to want them right away. And I'm like, OK, <laughs> don't tell me how to live my life. I've lived with me for a lot longer than you have. And yep. I think I know what I'm going to feel. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, things can always change, but yeah. I mean, that's weird for someone else to tell you that, yeah. like, oh, you're going to change your mind. You will. <laughs> you will. It's, I mean, if it changed fine, but I don't yeah. think it will for the foreseeable future. And, you know, again, we're both mutual on that. Neither okay. of us really want kids. I was just going to We ask. definitely want a dog. You got though. a cat. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we have a cat. He's, he was my cat. He was, you know, he came along with me. It was a package deal. So, <laughs> <laughs> but if we get to move into a house, we're actually looking to rent a house right now. So, if we get to move, we should we will probably be getting a dog soon after the new year. Nice. Yeah. Big step. I want a dog so bad. <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> I want one too, but I'm too scared of the responsibility right now. Yeah. It is a lot. Hmm. But like, I mean, it's not like a lot, lot. If you're someone who wakes up around the same time every day and you're mm. like a morning person or, but like if that dog wakes up at 6 a.m. and he's got to pee and I don't have to be at work until one, 
and I didn't get back the night before till nine thirty or ten. Like, I'm not taking you out this You're early. I hate that dog. I know. I'm gonna tell him that he needs to hold it because we're not going out. <laughs> or maybe get like a dog litter box and train him to use the litter. Pe- box. People have trained dogs to use litter boxes, like little dogs. They could do it. I bet it's a thing. I have seen people who put like pee pads around the house, which kind See, of makes me uncomfortable. I think that's real gross. It's just very odd. Like, like just take the dog out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't need a pee pad. I think that's mostly for like accidents. Yeah. Like potty training when you're potty training a dog. Or okay, if you have to leave your dog sense. alone all day and you don't yeah. crate it, which like, yeah, I have a lot of opinions on how you should treat a dog personally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the thing. Like if, if you can't, if you're going to be gone all day, all day, every, every day, day, except for Saturday, Sunday, I'd love to have a dog, but I just, yeah, I don't want to leave it here by itself all the time. That's yeah. what I told Phil. Phil really wants a dog. And I was like, well, then you need to make enough money to where I can go part time <laughs> so I can stay home with the dog yeah. and train him and be there with him because what's the point? Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, the only, reason we don't particularly have a dog now is that we both do work a lot and we live in an apartment um but the benefit if we had a house is that uh uh my my boyfriend owns his own business so he could just go take care of the dog whenever he wants oh, yeah. yeah he can do whatever he wants That's nice. <laughs> that'd be really ideal yeah is there anything else you wanted to say no, thank you for having me. I oh hope it was interesting. At it the was beginning. so interesting. I feel like I droned on a little bit in the beginning, <laughs> explaining each relationship. Hey, those relationships shaped you. Yeah, you've got to just own up. Yeah, explain it. You are who you are because of that, partially. So, I guess a closing note would be: uh, don't let people treat you bad, and uh, you know listen to your friends and family <laughs> yeah really. they probably know a lot more than you they think they do yeah. yeah i would second that if anyone treats you bad you let me or redacted no sorry i had to say a name so we could at least use your sound once because i like it so much <laughs> just oh, let yeah, one of I us know slip up we'll I, take I care did. of it i oh, said it you? once yeah. oh you did okay good anyway well thanks for listening make sure you subscribe and like and rate us and follow us. Um, also, stay tuned because our Instagram is about to be dope. Nice. AKA, like, I'm actually going to be on it. <laughs> and posting a lot. So get ready for that. Yeah, I think. Um, Any news? I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> How dare just you? hold on. I'm sorry. <laughs> so sorry. Uh, if you're cool with it, I think our 10th episode should be your episode <gasps> me you. that's exciting you and do we, we have already recorded Aww, it because i'm number 10 because uh, it's like the number one and you're then 10 out of 10 that's exactly that that's way better than what i was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say because i'm number one and zero people are Just, at the top with me okay what? i like yours a lot you better it's <laughs> a stretch <laughs> i'd love to be number 10 all right so how so exciting. When are you, you going to have Phil on here? That's what Phil wants to know. Oh, he Phil wants, to be, wants on? to be on here, and he's asked me three times, I think. Ooh. So when am I going to be on there? But when I asked him what he talk, he would want to talk about, he was like, I don't know. 
whatever. I guess his <laughs> no, perspective okay. on your relationship. Yeah. Also, uh, redacted says he would be on here. Okay. If you cool. wanted him to. Well, I, we're looking I said for guests. Name so yeah. you could use the sound. I'm excited <laughs> to be honest. Maybe you could have a one-on-one intimate interview with Phil while I'm out of town. Is that what you prefer? <laughs> I mean, I Do you prefer to not be here? <laughs> I mean, I do kind of feel like it would just be me in the corner watching watching, watching something weird unravel. <laughs> we'll discuss it. He ever, might want you there. Ever so slightly get closer just together. Yeah. <laughs> like, you get closer to the door with every minute. Fade into the bushes like that. Yeah. Like that one meme. He might want you there because he loves you. Does he? Yes. Okay. Well, I'll ask him what he wants. We'll ask. Also, did you hear anything from the married couples that think that I hate them? Did they change their mind yet? Change their mind about what? About me hating them? Well, no, they haven't talked to you yet. They still want to be on it, but they're we. There's a married couple that wants to be on the podcast, but they think Jill hates couples that get married young, so they're self-conscious about being on it. Because Jill, apparently, apparently Jill has offensive. said way to be judgmental. Jill. I sometimes do say things that <clears throat> sound judgmental, but but you just gotta have them on here and and let them know that it's 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 something in you. Listen, do I, you have that exactly. hate for a reason. You're right, and <laughs> no, I'm just from a place where that is weird. Like in Michigan, nobody gets. Well, that's not true. Most people that get young at like 18 get get young at 18. <laughs> These words that I keep missing. I don't know. Most people that get married at 18 are pregnant. Mm. You know? Oh. So. I, I don't know if I should add that. It might be a Do it. Up. Okay. So the bad relationship. Oh, no. I'm going to spill some tea. His younger brother purposefully got his girlfriend pregnant in high school. Why? Whoa. They purposefully wanted to have a baby because they thought they would be great parents. We're all speechless. <laughs> that silence was real. They are no longer together. Oh, I, okay. Well, shocking. The baby's really cute, though. Were they? Did they get married? No. My God. <laughs> <laughs> they were sixteen at the time. Oh my God! They wasn't even probably legal for them to get married. I think it we would be great parents. <laughs> I mean, maybe you will, but you don't have exactly. to right now. <laughs> we will be great will parents be in 10 the years. future when it's legal. Yes. Oh, my gosh. No. It's um, like way, way under. It's like, yeah. Well. It's fine. All right. Well. Yeah. Stay tuned for excellent guests. Psst, it's me. <laughs> and also excellent oh. Instagram. And we're excited to hear about Eric's trips. So. Make sure yeah, you listen. And that's exciting. Next, next Friday? We'll miss you. I, yeah, I guess I can't just come back and say yeah. nothing. You better get on that app. Maybe you need to use Tinder for the weekend or whatever. Tinder on on the vessel. Just <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have downtime during the trip? Yeah, but so, there you scared. Go. What if they're wackos? I'll make them do it. You won't ever see them again. Yeah. Well, I'll try to convince you. I'll try really hard. Hmm. Wish me luck, everyone. Good luck. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. That's where the music comes in. (laughs) 